Don't let the bed bugs bite. While it's a simple statement, it's a large problem. On this podcast, we'll talk about everything from bed bugs to bed bugs and everything in between. You're listening to Bed Bug Radio, a CNY bed bug extermination production. Between our books, classes, and now this podcast, we are always looking to increase awareness and dispel myths about bed bugs. Bed bugs fear us, but our clients cheer us. I'm Ashley, and here is our host, the self proclaimed bed bug whisperer, Eric Flynn. Hi, guys, welcome to another episode of Bed Bug Radio. Today, we're going to be doing a show uh, that landlords should be interested in listening to. Um, I'm here with Pete. Pete is a landlord. Hi, Pete. Hi. Um, I met Pete through an unfortunate circumstance for him. Uh, one of his apartment buildings had bed bugs. And while a lot of people's apartment buildings can have bed bugs, um, Pete really had the perfect storm in terms of um, different personalities of tenants in different situations and um, how much of a hassle it can all become. Um, so Pete's building is a very nice building, um, very well maintained uh, with a lot of long-term tenants in it. And well, why don't you tell us how everything started? Yes. It was about a year ago now. It's over been over a year now since we first started into this issue. I received a text message from um, a tenant. We'll call him John. And he let me know that he wanted me to give him a call. And also sent me a short video at the same time. And in the short video, there was a great, some grainy footage of what looked like a bug. So I called him right away and he told me, Hey, I think we have a problem. Um, I think there may be bed bugs that are coming from the neighbor's apartment um, because I saw them around the uh, front door frame of the of the apartment and he's he said he's been getting some bites lately so i took this information and i called the neighboring apartment we'll call we'll call that apartment uh jane and i asked her point blank if she had bed bug issues and she got very quiet i heard whispering in the background asked if I if she could call me back I said sure um, when she called me back she basically said that her relative said that they weren't bed bugs tried to kind of save face I guess um, but pretty immediately knew we had bed bug problem and uh, this would be very cold winter time in the Northeast. And so there I was wondering, holy crap, now what am I going to do? The, the building um, has 11 units, um, four, basically four units per level, and it's a three level building. And the two apartments in question were right in the middle. And this building, 
was built in, the, I think, in the 1950s. And so it had had a complete upgrade of heating, ventilating systems, um, you know, where they retrofitted things and, and who knows what was possible with regards to where these bugs could go. I mean, the sky was the limit as far as I was concerned. And that proved to be true uh, as uh, we started to get into the extermination portion. So and, I immediately started looking for an exterminator at that point. And what you dealt with there is very common that the tenant that, and this is important for landlords to understand that, uh, the tenant that complained wasn't the source um that he started to get them from another unit and in fact ground zero raised no flags and and made no complaints yeah and it's funny as well because what what as time progressed i started to wonder who really was ground zero as well because while the the tenant with the very large infestation um, clearly had the majority of these bugs, I still at a certain point started to wonder if maybe the initial bugs really were from them or maybe the initial, maybe the John had introduced them into Jane's apartment. Jane obviously was unable to control it. They went out of control and went by the time they started coming back into John's apartment, then he decided he would, he would complain. You know, there was, there was all kinds of thoughts that I started to, that started to come into my mind about where this could have come from. You know, I started thinking about past text messages from both tenants. I started to think about uh, some of the accusations that would, were, were coming up about, oh yeah, I saw him moving a bunch of dirty uh, boxes and things like that on such and such a date. But that person may have had an old um, like Salvation Army couch that they brought into their place too, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you start to kind of wonder and then you remember, oh yeah, he asked me, what about throwing out this old couch? I remember when he asked me that six months ago. And then, you know, my exterminator says that the infestation was probably six to eight months of uncontrolled of bed bugs, you know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, like this really could have come from anywhere. But, you know, that's something that I learned early on with bed bugs is it doesn't matter if you're rich, poor or somewhere in between. Anybody can get a bed bug on their clothes walking home and then all of a sudden they got a problem at their house. So let's get into the. Um, let's kind of explain the, the, the layout of the apartment and, um, kind of get into some of the personalities of the tenants. So, um, middle of the, so this is the, we're say the left-hand side of the building. So there's five units and a wash, uh, a storage area and, and washer. 11 units, 11 units total in the building. But on the affected side, on the affected side, five. yeah, there would be two apartments above and one apartment below and then a storage laundry area in what would have been the other one. Yeah. So what we found to be the ground zero apartment who wasn't the complainer below them was a laundry room and above them is a tenant. And then beside them is a tenant and then 
above and below them are tenants. And in our initial uh, inspection, we obviously found bed bug activity in ground zero unit. We did not find activity in the original caller's unit, but we assume that he did have activity and that's why he um, had uh, called and sent video. Um, there was no activity downstairs in any of the units or the uh, wash area or storage. And above the ground zero unit, there was a single bed bug, I believe, up on a wall. And that and that actually uh, we found after I think the first treatment too. Okay. It was on the return trip at the at the time of the first treatment. I remember being told that it was miraculous that the infestation was localized at that time to just the two apartments there. And did the ground zero apartment i believe she had started to self-treat correct and that's what we think pushed them into the other units yep at the time uh, of that first extermination we did discover self-treating things okay underneath the sink and we took them out of the apartment and we did at that time think okay maybe that was making the problem worse which ultimately led the initial caller to call it call it in but he also was yeah. as we found out self-treating the heck out of his place too so there were the original uh, the ground zero apartment really was not complaining about anything but correct the original caller he was kind of the uh the trouble rouser and that he was really throwing a fit and he was getting other tenants in the building involved and upset during the process and uh, we also found that he was spraying his own um chemicals in in the hallway around door frames and yep. and uh whatever which you know really could have made the situation worse by kind of making them come out well to this to this point as well, I think this is very important, which is, um, like was said, a lot of long-term tenants there, older ladies, single ladies, and um, the news, of course, spread through the building. People live in there over a decade, so they know each other really well. The rumors start to go out, and I start getting extremely hectic phone calls from all corners what are we going to do i think that i might have gotten i i thought i might have had an itch on my arm maybe I, I think i might have gotten bit oh my gosh i woke up in the morning and i turned my light on and i thought i saw something run across the carpet one woman she slept in her bathtub didn't she or she slept on the floor <sighs> Yes, somebody somebody did say they were sleeping on the floor even, you know, which of course is the absolute worst thing. Yeah, you be laying right, <laughs> come and get me. <laughs> I mean, the bed, I, I, maybe the thought was because they're called bed bugs, that's the only place they will be. But of course, they have to get to the bed from somewhere if, if that were even to happen. So, so in the apartment that was ground zero, there were, regular treatments and um each treatment things were getting better and thing and we were on the track to success however the original caller um 
was still complaining and still claiming that he was having issues in there. However, every time we'd go in there, there'd be no evidence of anything at all to support um, bed bug activity. Yes, but he would. But then he would produce a photo of a bite on his uh, on his body, on his arm, on his neck, something, or he would actually have a plastic bag with a bed bug in it or something of that nature. So it was difficult for me to deny that he was still having activity. But then when we would go in there, we would be like, geez, man. And he was, um, he ended up moving, uh, you know, correct? Correct. And um, I was making uh, an RV out of a school bus and he left behind his quote, infested stuff because he didn't want to take it. And there was no issues at all with any of it. And I actually took his old couch and his uh, his mattresses. That's how positive I was that there was no issues. And I put them in our school bus and have never had any issues. And there's never been anything. And you did a major remodel of that apartment behind him uh, moving, correct? Yes. So in the ground zero apartment and in his apartment, we did a full remodel where we ripped everything because out. Because she moved out too. the the ground zero apartment. They moved Correct. out as well. Yeah, yeah, they moved out as well, um, which was not not a very good experience. But eventually, um, they kind of realized. I think that they realized that it was a bad situation to stay there because at this, at that point, all of the tenants basically believed that the reason why their homes were now at risk of bed bugs was because they were negligent when it came to these bugs. Mm -hmm. uh, well, again, whether or not they actually introduced the bugs or who introduced the bugs, nobody can ever know that, but they obviously, let them get out of hand and before and that who knows if they would have ever said anything so that being the main issue they i believe realized that they needed they needed to go somewhere else they couldn't live there with a bunch of people who were just absolutely fuming at that point over the whole situation and and what did you find in terms of bed bug evidence in either apartment when you were doing the rehab yeah, I never, I never saw a live bug um, when I was doing the rehab in either apartment. Um, and like I say, we really removed everything. Tubs out, toilets out, vanities out, all of the kitchen cabinets out, everything. Now, no judgment here at all because this is a, a tough situation, but I think that this answer is going to be on a lot of landlords minds and it, it can provide valuable insight as to what what the next step would be when you rented the apartments how did you handle that with the new tenants did you mention anything to them did they know i i determined that i had to say something because you know god forbid they get a bite and then like I say, a lot of rumors, a lot of people who know each other in the building, eventually somebody's going to bring up, hey, there used to be bed bugs in that apartment. Then all of a sudden, I'm going to be really 
not looking like a good person because I didn't say anything. So I, I elected to tell both of the tenants that took those places. Actually, though, I have to be honest, the ground zero apartment was actually taken by one of the other tenants in the building. Well, that's easy. Which made that very easy because that person obviously already knew that something had occurred there. And it was a vote of confidence as well that he believed that we handled it and he was willing to take it, which I appreciated. And um, But then the person who took his apartment, which happened to be above the Ground Zero apartment, I let them know as well. I just felt like... How were their reactions when you told them? You know, um, I'd say that they were okay with it. I think that the tenants, prospective tenants at that moment, I think a lot of prospective tenants wonder if they're just being sold whenever they're trying to rent a place. So when you say something so uh, honest. honest and kind of potentially a deal breaker for yeah. people um i think they realize whoa okay i mean at least i know i'm not being tricked right yeah. now. yeah you i mean or, or you just diverted them hey listen if i tell them about the bed bugs they're not going to know about the mass murder that was in this apartment right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um in in hindsight with everything that you went through is there anything you would have done different um uh i don't i don't think so i think as a landlord um my opinion on it was as long as and it's kind of a it's kind of a family business so when i was talking to my my family people who were involved as well we kind of just thought all right we have to do everything we can do to get rid of the problem. I think some people might think in that situation, you brought the bugs in, you figure out how to get rid of the bugs. And maybe some landlords would think that. In my case, uh, if it had been just one apartment that was affected, or if it had been in a building where I could reasonably isolate one apartment from anywhere else and not have to worry about bugs traveling around maybe my thought process would have been different but because i already had two apartments that were affected and i knew they were right in the middle of a bunch of other apartments that could be affected i knew that there was absolutely no time to try and put this back on the tenant as their responsibility. It was it was gonna be me trying to take care of the thing as quick as possible and then let it come. If, some, if I was gonna try and um, push cost or, or liability onto somebody else, that was gonna come after because I just didn't have time to mess with that in the beginning. I literally had, to, that same day I was on the phone with an exterminator. I was scheduling immediately. Of course, this was right when COVID was happening. So the first time we tried to exterminate, 
I get a call that morning that the one tenant isn't feeling well and they want to reschedule because of COVID and you're going to have to wait another week so that we can feel out if this is really COVID or not, you know, so that all that dynamic was also present at the time. And, uh, but yeah, it was like right into action. We need to get this situation taken care of. Do you think that the um, bed bugs were more of a headache uh, in the extermination itself, or do you think that the uh, the tenants were were more of a headache, specifically the the original caller who kind of got the rest of the building fired up and kept them fired up throughout the process? I mean, the exterminations themselves were pretty painless and really not not a big deal, you know, hour or two. Um, like like was said, there was a couple of return visits, which we kind of at the end of the day felt was due to tenants not following the rules, playing by the rules of the extermination process. Um, but definitely the, the hardest part of the situation was trying to deal with all of the other tenants emotions and the tenants who had them, their emotions about it. I mean, it's a horrible situation to be in for anybody. Um, and then you know, one of the people affected really seemed to get bad reactions from it. Some people don't even know they're getting bit. Some people get bad reactions. One of these people was getting bad reactions and like was nervous about going to work and stuff. And so you're getting calls and texts and pictures at any time during the day or night. And, you know, your heart immediately starts racing and you're stressed out about it. And, um, you know, I, at one point, somebody said to me, well, you don't know how bad this stinks for us, you know, how, how much we're suffering in with this issue, getting bit like this. And at the time, I almost thought I would almost rather be the person in there getting bit than being the guy yeah, yeah. getting crushed and, by everybody over this issue. In addition to the um, the cost, the actual cost of the extermination, um, were there other expenses that you incurred in terms of tenants or things you had to do for tenants uh, uh, because of the process? Well, like like we said, I did completely renovate those apartments. I, I would say that I would have been interested in renovating them anyway um, as just part of like my master plan for the building in general. But uh, I, I didn't try and hit up any of these tenants for any of the costs of the exterminations. You even went as far, didn't you get them gift cards for the inconvenience? I got, I did get them gift cards for the inconvenience and paid back any laundry costs uh, that were associated with. Did you have them do the laundry in your facility or did you ask them to go to a uh, public I, facility? I didn't, I didn't say what I needed, wanted them to do. I think they basically did it in my facilities, but I, I gave them back as many quarters as they wanted that they thought they spend it, spent on it. I paid for the exterminations. 
Obviously, the cost to renovate the apartments was enormous. Um, did I need to do that? Um, I don't. I don't think I would have need, really needed to do that, but it was it was the right time to do it under the circumstances. Since I thought I would do it anyway, one of the one of the um, tenants did hit me up for uh, pain and suffering. You know, I was gonna. That's that's what I was about to do. I was gonna actually pause this to ask if you were comfortable talking about that. Um, what what uh, what transpired with that situation? Well, I think it was. I think the statement was, um, you know, I got a lot of stuff here that I'm wanting to replace because which clearly he didn't have to because I personally took, took the stuff. Yeah, yeah, and wanted a little bit of money to try and deal with that with that and. Um, when I, at that time, I had really spent a lot of time trying to think, did I do everything I could have done? And is it really as cut and dry as, as saying that this ground zero apartment, like full stop, 100%, we know is the originator of the issue. And I, I just kind of came to the conclusion that I don't, I don't see how I should be culpable for trying to pay people off in the situation. Mm -hmm. And so I basically just, uh, found salt. I ba I ba yeah, I basically just didn't do anything about it. And I figured if they were going to try and pursue me in some official manner, then I, I felt comfortable with the timeline, what I did, um, and the plausibility of where the bugs originated, I felt like, how could, how could anybody like come at me in this situation? I mean, as much as, as much as I wish I just have a bunch of like free money hanging around in my desk drawer, I mean, I'm just one guy with one building who's trying to, trying to, you know, make it work. And so, well, the, the, anyone listening, they're not privy to, to seeing the Bentley outside the window that you pulled up. <laughs> right. But right. yeah, I mean, if you want to exactly. take that angle. <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on and uh, sharing your story. I think uh, some landlords might uh, find value in this and, uh, hopefully learn from uh, your experiences. Yeah, I think I think like my conclusion would be um, try and be proactive. What I think helped me was I was very proactive. Um, I found an exterminator who I mean, this was kind of lucky that actually had experience and had a strategy that would work. Um, and I had somebody associated with the building, which was me, that I knew would be uh, diligent, setting this up, organizing this, getting the treatments, not, not relenting in trying to resolve the issue. And um, and documenting really ultimately just 
on my own the situation on a level where I ultimately felt comfortable and trying not trying my best not to engage in um, what what seemed to be people trying to argue with me because tensions were high and but you know when people are upset in a situation like this trying to be empathetic to them and not make a bad problem even worse you know like pe people who didn't have bed bugs calling me up just freaking out i at times wanted to kind of get upset back to them but i really tried to keep myself in check and i mean most of those tenants all of those tenants actually are still with me um it's just the two that actually had the problem that ended up leaving so and they didn't so the the one problem the the original caller he he left because he was convinced it was never going to be a solvable issue which it clearly was immediately as soon as he left there were no issues at all and the other one yep. they let they moved out of state didn't they they were going to move anyways yeah yeah kind of fresh start yep and and my run i i think that had i not done the huge renovations that the that the problem would have been done anyway based on the evidence when i went in there and stuff uh but but certainly having them move out gives you a good uh opportunity even if i wasn't going to renovate you better believe i would have paid for some extra <laughs> yeah. treatments and just had the thing bat bathed in in bed bug DBT. treatment yeah <laughs> so yeah i mean thankfully thankfully here we are well over one year later and uh knock yeah knock on wood um things things are bed bug free at my place you know and I and the and it was told to me uh because of those treatments that might be one of the best places in the whole area to be to for never getting bed bugs at this <laughs> point because it's got enough treatment in there for 30 years for 30 years yeah <laughs> all right Pete well thanks for uh, thanks for coming on the show yep bed bug radio Hey guys, have you ever heard of a $30 extermination? Of course you haven't. You can't even self-treat for $30, but you know what you can do for $30? You can get yourself some Cymex 86. Cymex 86 is a bed bug repellent used to prevent you from getting bed bugs in the first place. Bed bugs can be everywhere. You can get them from work, school, heck, get them from going out to eat. It's not a bad idea to spray down uh, yourself your shoes your purse with a bed bug repellent to keep from bringing these back home uh cymex 86 might be a little hard to spell so you can go to bedbugjuice.com to check it out you can also learn more and purchase it at bedbugwarehouse.com <laughs>